and welcome to the Design Your Dream Home podcast. This is episode number three. Look at us go. Three. <laughs> I'm Bjorn, and this is my wife, Brittany, and we are discussing everything you need to know about the interior design and construction process. Today, we are going to talk about handling all the construction crews that will be in and out of your space slash your project, issues you might have, and how to handle them, and generally what to expect. Recently, we had an article, or Brittany had an article, done on her in Domino. So if you want to, uh, discussing the red flags on the job site to watch out for, if you want to get more in-depth on that, just head to the Domino website, and it'll be right there. So, yes. link included down below. Yes, link in the description. So, Brittany, uh, on our topic today, um, it's one question I know you get quite a bit, uh, and I believe you just got an email from someone discussing, yes. the, uh, asking about this. Do you want to kind of... How, what brought us to this topic Yes, today. okay, so I get this brought up all the time when people, when I ask, you know, what were you not prepared for? What did you struggle with in construction? I just got an email about it the other day and I thought, okay, perfect, let's address this because it's clearly an issue for everybody. How do you handle your construction site and the people on it? Whether you are remodeling and they are in your actual home with you all the time or you're having a new construction and they're elsewhere you know, on your site, you don't live there, but they're on your site. It's all kind of the same concept and, and issues. So first things first, I want to just talk about generally site visits. If you are remodeling, you are obviously on site often, <laughs> more often than you want to be probably. So it's less about that when you're remodeling, but if you're building a new, um, a new construction project, you're going to have to go to the site and it's going to be somewhere. Else. To be clear, uh, usually while you're remodeling, you're living in the space. I, yes. That probably seemed obvious, but just to make sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you're remodeling and living in the space yes. at the same yeah. time. You're actually yes. living in the space. Because, yes, you might buy so. a new project and remodel it somewhere else while yep. you live in your space, too. Yes, thank you. Good clarification. Not a problem. Um, all of the ways that you might uh, live and work during construction apply to this conversation. So, site visits. You need to go at least once a week, if not every time a new crew shows up, is how I like to schedule it for myself. Absolutely. For once, every t for one, anytime a new crew comes, you want to just be there to make sure everybody knows what's going on, you're all in the forward direction of your project, even if you think you've spelled it out crystal clear in all of your drawings or that your general con contractor really understands your vision, still be there when the new crews show up because you'll just, you need to repeat yourself over and over again. It's part of the process. It's an unfortunate part of the process, but it is part of it and just plan on doing that. So whenever a new crew arrives to your site, if it's your plumbers, your electricians, your framers, your roofers, whatever. Well, there are some people that are less important to be there. Like your roofers, your general contractor is going to, you know, give them their direction, but it is always good to be there if you can be, especially for those interior components that are going to have some questions for you. I think that also helps set the tone with your crew and not in a bad way, not that you're lording over them because right. I know you talk about this in your course. Um, you don't want to be in their way. You don't want to take up their time. Yes. But setting kind of a cadence, or well, you'll get mm -hmm. to that later, but just having them know that you stop in often and who knows yes. what you might catch on a random thing of like, exactly. oh, I didn't know that was something I wanted. Or, you know, they're like... Exactly. It's, it's just as much about making sure you're in. all on the same page so that their concerns are being addressed, your concerns are being addressed, things you didn't think about, things they didn't think about. It's just 
dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's this this conversation before you are start. you are a resource for them. Yeah, you're both resources for each other. They're gonna have questions. You're gonna have questions. It's Get your them project. Out in the first meeting. Your yes, site. it is your project. You are hiring them to complete a job on your project. So be there to help give direction, to help answer any questions, and just to be part of your project. It's totally okay to be part of this process. On that note, you do not want to be at the construction site all the time. These people know what they're doing in general and they have work to do. And so be there, get it started, and then get out of the way, basically. Yeah. Um, so I recommend on that note, a weekly site meeting that you just plan on, whether it's every Friday or Tuesday or whatever, a certain day of the week, in the morning or the afternoon, you know, whatever. Whatever works for everybody, make a scheduled meeting and always have it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to say something? I was just going to say routine is great. Yes. And then when they count on it, like people look forward to that. It's, yes. you know, you don't need the whole crew there, but right. like the general contract, you mentioned that. It's at, almost gotten to be, it's a pretty regular thing for me on all my construction sites yeah. that the contractor hangs a piece of paper up or it's an old drawing or something and they're taking notes on it all week about questions that they have for me. Instead of us emailing and texting every day about tiny little things, every time something is a question, uh, unless it needs to be answered immediately, but most things actually don't, if they are thinking forward like this, like I asked them to be, you set that tone in these meetings, and then they take their notes, they take their questions, and then you address them all at these meetings. And usually you have multiple people at the meeting, yep. whether it be, you know, it's whoever's on site at that time. So if electrical's going in, then the electrical contractors are there as well as your general and you and anybody else who's involved in the work that day. I don't think these meetings need to be super long. Again, everybody has work to do. It should be less than an hour and it should be like, these are the questions we're discussing. We're gonna come out with answers. And then my number one point and tip for everybody at the towards the end of these meetings to wrap it up is to say, what else do you need from me? What will you need from me next week at our next meeting because then that gives them that kind of forces them to be thinking ahead and be like okay next week we're going to be installing all your interior doors do you have all your hardware okay perfect no I forgot about my handles so I'll make sure to go to the store this week and get my handles then that's done so that next week I'm prepared whatever it is but ask before the end of the meeting what will you need from me next week so that I can be prepared it helps them get in the right frame of mind and it helps you be prepared. So number one tip right there, that helps everybody a lot. Yeah, I think the other great thing about the meetings, and this may be a little bit redundant, but it's just that you, as a client setting that expectation, it's a comfort, like you're taking it yes. seriously. They know that you're there. There is no question that, hey, you care about where your money's going, what you're doing, and then that you're taking it seriously. Like that just mm -hmm. helps them pay better attention. You know, it just, yes. it sets the tone for everyone and it's very professional. And yeah, I would say even 15 to 30 minutes yeah, is like is, a good is goal. Appropriate. You know, that is totally fine. Yeah, but doesn't yeah. matter. But yeah, keep it to like less than an hour. Otherwise, yes. you need like a major meeting another time. And these are not design sessions. Yes. This is not the time to say, should I do this? Should I do that? What do you think? No. This is when they're going to say, we're installing light switches tomorrow. Where do they go? Answer the question. You need to be thinking ahead of time. You yep. need to get that question a week before and come out with a decision before that next meeting. This is not the time to be wishy-washy, thinking about things back and forth. This is the time for decisions. So just know that going into these meetings, 
This is not a design talk about it session. This is a question. Like and nuts and bolts session. on the job site. Yes. Hey, we're missing this. We need to switch to that. This is out of stock. Exactly. That kind of thing. Exactly. Those are the questions yep. they're going to bring to you. Like, it's hey, we're seeing late. a delay in this. <laughs> it got pushed off next week, so we're not going to put your windows in until the following week. Yep. Or we're going to shift gears and we're going to focus on plumbing now because, yeah, something else is back ordered. That is going to happen. And this is how you stay on top of it is with these meetings. Everyone knowing what is going on. This is where we're focusing right now because this is what we can do. Because there will be things that you can't do because they're not there or um, the crew isn't ready. They got pushed back on something else. That is normal and happens all the time with construction. It is a constant pivot. So just know that, that there are not hard and fat. There's a reason your contractor won't give you an immediate day that he's going to be there. Or that they're or gonna she. start. He, yes, thank you. She. I would love it if that were the case. That it was always that you know, both ways. But it is usually men. But the world is open for everyone. And Sorry. so, thank you. No, it's perfect. So anyway, what were we saying? Uh, we were talking about. We can edit this part out. No, this is, <laughs> this is part of life. Oh, that's why your contractor won't give you a hard and fast day. It seems annoying, oh, yeah. and that they're being kind of vague. And a lot of people get put off by that, but construction is an ever-evolving process. It's like and life. It it's not perfect. No, and that is normal. You have to roll with things like that. That is absolutely going to happen in your project. They're not. People aren't trying to be ghosty about it. You know, I'll be here in a week, maybe two. You literally don't know. Like this project could get wrapped up real quick, or it could end up having all these other things that we didn't plan on, and now we have to do those. That is normal. But being clear and upfront and always knowing what they're focusing on and that you are a priority, that is important. You don't want to feel like you just got forgotten either. So And on that thoughts. well, on that note, it's um it's it's a very fine line to walk in, in like anything in life. Um, the contractors, your contractor will have multiple priorities, multiple jobs. You're not the only one. So that meeting yes. It helps your contractor keep involved. Oh, okay, I do need to be thinking about this. It's a good reminder, yes. like Brittany said. Like, oh yeah, I didn't. I forgot. It's been three weeks since the plumber was here. You're right. They should be back. Like, yes, they. Sh your general contractor should be managing your project, or if you are managing it yourself. But know that they are also working other jobs simultaneously. That is how this world works because not everyone's available on the on the same timeline. Things are always moving, shifting. So Every day is a where they scheduling, can. juggling act. Yes. I mean. So know that if you are getting upset about the scheduling of your construction crew, that is life, unfortunately. It shouldn't be all over the place. You shouldn't be waiting all over, you know, but delays will happen and there will be times when your site is not moving. And yes, I just had someone the other, you know, just a couple weeks ago that was waiting on a fireplace for a really... For, construction just they did everything they could until the fireplace and they still sat there for like three weeks doing nothing which feels like forever which feels like forever when you're, when you're in the remodel but unfortunately that is the world of construction and that's not unusual yeah. <laughs> unfortunately and it's also good so to be priority with your contractor but to also it's a give and take so if something pushes on your job and they can't really be doing much but they could be somewhere else let them be somewhere else right. like don't waste time and money You'd rather them be as productive as they possibly can be yes. while you're paying them. So if you have to wait an extra week or two, but then everything's there, they can do it all at once. And they'll also appreciate yes. that you let Efficiency. them be most efficient as well and go do another job because they yes. don't want to pack up and have to go between five different jobs all, 
Oh, no, every that's a great point. Yes, absolutely. So, lot. I mean, Lots we all want to be really particular about our projects, and you absolutely should be, because this is your project. It's your home. It means a lot to you, because it's very personal, and you're spending a lot of money typically. So, don't think that. Like, it's not that they don't love your project, but it obviously means more to you as the homeowner. So just take that in mind a little bit, that this is their job, and they are running multiple jobs at one time. So And let's talk about yes. them, their job. So now job. let's talk about the your construction crews. crew, yep. Yes, thank you. Okay, so what to expect from your crews. First of all, let's talk about when they're going to show up. Any time of the day. At any point of the week. It's not like a nine to five Monday job. Construction happens when the sun is out and the weather is good. So be prepared for that. They might start very early and it might be really loud. So it is your job as the homeowner to prepare your neighbors for this situation. Have a discussion with them. Provide drinks and coffee to your neighbor. Whatever it, whatever it takes to keep them happy during this project is just as important. That is your responsibility as a homeowner. Yes, you want your crews to respect your neighbors, keep the noise down, uh, clean up after themselves, all that. And we will get, I'm going to get back to that. But, um, but ultimately also, that's your job, unfortunately. So hopefully you are all working together to keep the peace for everybody. But creating the correct um, expectations for everybody about what's going on today, especially as for more sure. people are working from home. That noise matters all day long. Yeah. You know, be upfront with people but about what's going on But construction has to happen. Project. You can't hold your yeah. life off. Yeah, and they're not going to stop because your uh, your neighbor has a Zoom meeting. Like, you're going to have to negotiate that somehow and walk that line if you have close proximity neighbors. So that is something. So they'll be there early in the morning. They could be there in the afternoon. They could start at 10 o'clock. Who knows? Every crew is different when they come, when things are available, and that is something to be aware of. Yes, Um you want to get them there, you want them working, but like, it's going to happen whenever it can happen. And then once you get them there, do you feed them? Yes. Do you... Okay, so people will ask, should I offer drinks, food, my bathroom, like all that kind of stuff. It's totally up to you. And as the job site, it's, you know, it's up to you. I This is their job. So you come prepared to your job, they come prepared to their job. You don't need to offer them food or drinks or anything. You're not a hospitable guest. You're an employer, they're working on your job. Yes, it's great to offer, you know, a cooler of Gatorades if it's super hot or if you want to bring out things, a snack at some point, awesome, that's nice. But you're also interrupting their day. They have things to do. They don't need to be chatting. You want them to get work done. So it's, it's a give and take, a little bit of being hospitable but getting out of their way. And then on that note about the bathrooms, so it's that's something to clear up, I think, from the beginning with your general contractor and or if you're managing it yourself with the crews of what you expect on your site, especially if you're remodeling it in your existing house. So a lot of construction sites don't even have the water on, power, anything. If it's a new site, there's nothing there for a long time. So there is no bathroom. So be prepared for that if you go for a site visit. Probably a porta potty on site. So a lot of con construction companies will have a porta potty delivered to the site and that is the bathroom that the crew is using. If you are managing your own project and you don't want them using your existing bathroom, get a porta potty. That's what everybody uses that answers the discussion. They're not that expensive. They can get delivered to your site and then they come and pick them up. You don't have to do anything but pay for it. So if you're real so stickler that, about your bathroom, that's how you penny. handle that situation. 
Um, or if you live in like a condo or some sort of situation like that, spell out where there's a public bathroom and then that's what they get to use. You know, or whatever it is that you prefer, just make that clear and just Commun- set those boundaries. This is what I expect of my crew. Communication. Communication. All the time. So being very clear with the way you expect your project to be run. Because again, this is a job. This is a project. You are running it. Whether you have a general contractor or not, you are setting the expectations for how you expect your crew to treat you and your project and you know the level that you expect. And everybody has different expectations. So being clear. Taking that, what, like a very specific example could be smoking. Uh, yes. Like do, it's a new construction build. You know, there are no walls on it. People are smoking in an open air structure. Yes. Kind of whatever. But yeah, if there's cigarette butts everywhere, not a lot of people like that look. Right. Or, not, or, yes. or once the walls are on, if you're not a smoker, no smoke. You know, like that should but be. But they a, will. People will do this. So you need, they'll use need your bathroom without asking. They will leave garbage around. They don't clean up after themselves. I'm not saying that every crew is like this because there are great crews that are like white glove. They cover their shoes. They take them off. You wouldn't even know they were there. What I'm saying is that is possible. And if you expect that, make that very clear. You might pay for a service that's above. You know, like you might be paying for that for that level of service, but you get what you you want, what you pay for you know, if you're trying to go bottom of the do- bottom dollar, really budget, yeah, you might get a pretty rough crew that doesn't really clean up after themselves, that doesn't care about your space, that doesn't care about the relationship they're creating um, as a homeowner, and you know, some cause damage it. as they're doing new stuff. Yes, yeah, sometimes they it. will cause more damage than you thought. Sometimes they treat the rest of your house very poorly, and so I'm not saying this to be rude to other contractors. I'm saying. That is not necessary. You, There are people who don't do that. And if you don't want to put up with that, you do not have to. So setting a clear expectations of the level of respect you uh, expect, expect <laughs> what you expect, will handle respect. on your crew. Um, if you have a general contractor, to me, this would be who you set that standard with. And they carry it out for you. So if they, you have a problem with one of the subcontractors, you tell your contractor and they handle it for you. That's their job. Um, if you are the general contractor, you're going to have to have those conversations. You don't have to be rude. You might have to be. I don't know. Some, it goes both ways. Sometimes you do have to be that person. It's a rough and tough and area of that's life. that's just the way it is. Sometimes you have to be the one to stand up. And they might not like you, but if they're doing a good job, if you like the work they're doing, ultimately... And, Sometimes you have to take the good with the bad. Right. It's all about what is your what's um, the priority stress here? tolerance. Your yes, but if they are not respecting you or your job site, if they are not doing a good job, you can let them go. Like it would be better to cause a delay in your construction than to work with a crew who is not working to your level of satisfaction. And nothing, you'll never be happy with it. Nothing could be worse than paying someone a bunch of money for something that you ultimately end up not liking and then you have to look at it every single day. You just feel bad about yourself, about the money you spent, the time and yes. emotion you wasted and that it's you just so it, it matters. Like take address it sooner than later. Yes. If you get a bad vibe from a crew, that's it. Like if you don't like them, there are other plumbers, electricians, there are other people who will do the job that you are asking and in the way that you are asking for. So In conclusion, as with always, know what you want, ask for it, 
and that's what you get. That's, you know, that's the end of the thing. That's how you handle those issues. So it's, again, knowing what you want and how to get it and not taking anything else. Absolutely. So thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Design Your Dream Home podcast. Uh, don't forget to visit our website at b-design.us. Uh, we have all kinds of information there to check out, podcasts, the course, uh, downloads, and then don't forget about our recent, Brittany's recent article in Domino. So just head to the Domino website, domino.com, and it is a three, I think it's red flags for construction. Yes, and we'll be back again next week handling more issues. So if you have any questions or concerns that you'd love to hear us talk about, definitely let us know, and we are always open to suggestions. Thank you. Mm-hmm.